Hi, this is Mike McNamara, and you're listening to All Marine Radio on your home for it, the one and only All Warrior Radio Network. Let's talk about suicide. Not something I uh, I enjoy talking about, but I think um, you understanding trends, trend lines is important. Okay, and I and let me just tell you the way this shit gets rolled out irritates me. Let me tell you why. Why, Mac? I'll tell you why. So let me let me go over you data. Okay, all comes from the DOD, all footnoted. Okay, 1999 when our force level approximated what it is today, 1.3, 1.4. Okay, <clears throat> suicide. Actual suicide in terms of people that took their own lives, 150. Okay. The report that came out yesterday from the DOD, that number now stands at 377. Okay. So suicide went up another 30 bodies. Okay. From 348 in 2019 to 377 in 2020. But let me read you, let me read you the headline, right? And so do you get any sense that this is a problem that continues to increase in both number and in rate? And we're failing in our approach to that. Do you get any sense of that? In this headline, active duty suicide numbers level off after summer spike, but reserves soar. Do you get any any inclination of the long-term suicide problem in the Department of Defense? I don't. And you know, people that are in charge of this shit like to look at rates. They don't like to look at whole numbers. Hmm, interesting. Why is that? The whole number picture ain't pretty, let me tell you that. And you know what? If you go to the rate, the rate the rate chart ain't pretty either. So, let's go to back to 1999 in terms of rate. The suicide rate, so you take the total number of suicides and you divide that by the total number of people on active duty. So that's what we're talking about here, active duty suicide. Okay? So, it was at Zero point zero one one. That's what the suicide rate was. So when it goes to point zero two, that that's the doubling of the suicide rate. That happened in two thousand nine. Okay. In 2020, the rate was 0.028. So it's on the verge of tripling. So that's the rate. And if, uh, so I'll just give you the numbers uh, starting in 2015. 2015.02, 2016.021. 2017, 
0.0, even though it's higher, but not by much, 0.021. 2018, 0.024. 2019, 0.026. 2020, 0.028. So that's the rate. So... It's going up in real terms, and it's going up in terms of rate as well. And it is a long-term trend. So I don't know, you know, I don't know what the conclusion is. But I can tell you that that is the long-term story of the DOD's approach to active duty suicide. And it's not a good one. Okay? You wouldn't get that from the story, though. So let me tell you what the story says. All right. And Megan Myers, who writes the article, doesn't write the headline, just know that. All right. Last fall, Army leaders went to the Associated Press to announce that they had seen a worrying increase in suicides. Okay, let me give you this footnote. Suicide in the country went down last year. What? COVID year. Suicide went down. Go figure, right? So let me do that before I do this. Story uh, written in Psychology Today. Why did U.S. suicides decrease in 2020? Summary. The number number of suicides decreased in the United States by 5.6% from 2019 to 2020, according to research. How about that? Next bullet in terms of summary. About 10% of people reported they had seriously considered suicide in the past 30 days, which is about twice the rate of suicidal ideation in 2018. So a higher rate of ideation, but lower suicide in the country. Next, the discrepancy might be related to a pulling together where individuals undergoing similar struggles supported each other, strengthening connections. Okay. Next bullet. Although people experience pain, some may have retained hope, which makes them less likely to want to end their lives. According to the three-step theory of suicide. Okay, now I don't want to go into the three-step theory of suicide. I even learned that there's a thing called suicideologist. Suicideologist? Yeah, people who study suicide. So, interesting. Even in the year 2020, when uh, when suicide goes down in the American population, the DOD suicide rate goes up. Okay, so let me go over the data for each service, and then I will go ahead and I will uh, we'll go ahead and uh, I'll go through this article, and you'll see what somebody covering writes. But give me one second here. That ain't it. All right. I want to blow the, blow the numbers up so I can see them. Not that I have bad eyes, mind you. All right. 
So this is a report that gets put out quarterly by the DOD. So the fourth quarter report has its, uh, and it's put out by the calendar year, so every quarter, right? So this is the Department of Defense quarterly suicide report, fourth quarter, calendar year 2020, put out by Karen Orvis, PhD director, suicide, Defense Suicide Prevention Office, DSPO. All right. So you go down to the final page where you get the data. All right. And the data goes back four, one, two, three, four, five, six years. It goes back to 2015. All right. So I'll give you the active component total. 348 suicides in 2019, 377 in 2020. So in spite of the population, suicide in the population going down, suicide in the United States military went up. All right. Army suicide went from 146 to 173. So that's an increase of what? 30 gets you almost 20%. Marine Corps suicide went up from 47 to 60. Yeah. So 10% would be what? An increase of 5 for the Marine Corps? The Marine Corps goes up 13. So what is that? 30%? Over 20% easily. The Navy goes from 73 suicides in 2019 to 63. So the Navy goes down by 10. And the Air Force, the Air Force number goes from 60 in 2018 to 82. Right? So they go up by almost a third in 2019. And then they, now again, Having read a little bit about this, the Air Force was hoping that that was an anomaly and a spike. They replicated that. They had 81 in 2020. So the Air Force not making progress. Okay. All right. So that's the data. All right. One branch of the service went down. Every other branch, well, I take that back. Two did, not technically. The Air Force went from 82 to 81. Uh, the Navy w- was the only one to go down in anything but a marginal way, with the Army and the Marine Corps going up substantially. Now, again, suicide in the general population, right, down. Hmm, interesting. And why do they think that, right? Because of pulling together. Well, I mean, isn't that what you do in the military? Don't you pull together? Evidently not. Evidently not. Disturbing, right? A little bit. All right, so let's see Let's see what's written about it. Okay. Yeah, I mean, so, so it, I mean, this kind of stuff infuriates me. Look at the long, when, when you see this graph I have sitting in front of me, and I'll put it in this post. When you see these numbers, it is, it is just a consistent march up. And then you go out and you talk to young Marines and young sailors and young and, and young people, and they say, yeah, we hate that stuff. It's awful. I was so pissed when I had to come to your class. Did everything I could to, to get out of it. Well, why? Oh, I think I know why. Yeah. 
because the classes suck because they don't talk to you. Okay, I got it. That's why the numbers keep going up. Yeah, and, I don't, and, and it, they're the same if you look at rate or if you look at just the number of bodies, right? So we're, so we're on a pace, you know, to get close to another three hundred, another 30 next year, right? We'll get you, you know, over 400. So in two years, we will have tripled the number of suicide and tripled the rate since 1999. How do you measure success? Yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Last fall, Army leaders went to the Associated Press to announce they'd seen a worrying increase in suicide since the beginning of the COVID-19 pandemic. And there should be a parenthetical. In spite of suicide numbers trending downward in the nation, the data showed... That was my aside, just for the record. The data showed a 30% increase in that service alone between the months of July and September. The Defense Department did not offer any official explanation for the spike, but appears to have been an isolated, isolated to that summer, according to new data. While active duty suicides jumped about 8% overall last year, 377 total compared to a 7% jump the previous year, 348 total. The final months of last... So what is this? A silver lining? The final months of last year saw a leveling off of that worrisome summer spike. With 99 suicides from October to December compared to 100 (laughs) during the same period in 2019. The reserve component, on the other hand, held steady for the first nine months of the year before exploding with deaths in the fall and the winter. A 128% spike from 25 deaths in 2019 to 57 in late 2020. Most of the spike was concentrated in the National Guard, which went from 14 suicides to 39 during the same period. 23 of those deaths were in the Army National Guard specifically. At this time, it's too early to determine whether suicide rates are going to show an increase or a decrease for the calendar year 2020, Pentagon spokesman John Kirby told reporters. Suicide numbers are subject to change as death investigations complete or get completed. Now, what's interesting is Kirby's right. I know because I, I, I look at these numbers. So you go, you go looking for quality DOD numbers relative to, to active duty suicide. And here's what you find. You find the numbers change over years. And what does that mean? As investigations get concluded, they move in in one or two or, you know, three or they move, you know, very, very small numbers. Okay. Sounds like sounds like begging off of a question, though, to me. Though DOD releases quarterly suicide reports in real time, it does not comment on the findings until the fall. When it releases a report on the on the report on the previous year's suicide statistics, giving time for investigations to finish and numbers to fluctuate, the Guard, which saw an overall decrease in suicide deaths in 2019, has been bracing itself for an uptick in 2020. "Quote: We don't even know what the impacts are going to be of stress," said Air Force Major General Don Deskins, the Deputy Director of the Air National Guard. In September, two military times. 
At the time, questions swirled as to whether the notable spike in active duty suicide deaths had anything to do with the pandemic, either from general anxiety or from the stop movement orders that halted travel and permanent change of station moves for service members, potentially separating troops from their families for weeks and months. Hmm. Interesting question. Okay. But you would expect to see the same, you know, increase in stress, right? In the general population. But it didn't happen in the general population. Why did it happen in the military? Huh. Quote, the DOD recognizes the potential impact of COVID-19 on the well-being of our service members and families. According to the second quarter report in 2020, we are closely monitoring potential impacts and proactive steps to mitigate these potential impacts from COVID-19. Mitigate. I'm looking at data from 1999, and you're, you're failing. You're losing. What say ye to that? Uh, we don't have any comment about that. Um, at least not until the, uh, at least not until uh, the, uh, yeah, I don't want to. No, I mean, if you pay attention to the numbers, I mean, this stuff drives you crazy. Every year is the number go up. And then you, and again, what's most maddening is go talk to young guys in the military, young women in the military, and ask them what they think about these programs. Don't take my word for it. Hold on. Let me play you some audio. Okay? Um, I'm going to play you some audio from post-traumatic winning. Yeah, how about that? Okay. And you're going to hear two guys who appear in the presentation. One guy's name is Matt Kiker. The other guy's name is Parker. I can't use, I don't use his last name because for certain reasons that I won't go into here on the program. But anyway, here's Matt Kiker. And I want you to just, just listen to what he says about the fact that he had to attend post-traumatic winning. Okay, so here's Matt Kiker. Hi, everyone. I'm um, Matt Kiker. I'm here to let y'all know about post-traumatic winning. But beforehand, let me give you a uh, little background on me. Um, my father committed suicide on the phone with me, my mom, and my brother when I was nine years old. And we lost him. That was the first traumatic thing that's happened in my life. Before then, though, I lost my uncle. He got T-boned outside the road trying to get a crack rock. And then before that, my uncle also killed my uh, aunt in front of everyone. He shot her. After I lost them, in my sixth grade year, I lost one of my good friends, Victor, to suicide. He hung himself and wrote a, uh, a letter and uh, stated out why he did it. And, and he, he, he wrote out that I was one of his only friends. And he thanks me for being his only friend. I joined the Marine Corps. Um, I'm with this girl for a while, about a little over two years. I proposed to her. Uh, next thing you know, I find out my brother committed suicide. He jumped off my uh, balcony at my apartment. Head first, there's no saving him. And I, I go home to bury him. And I, I find out when I go home that him and my fiance were sleeping together for about a year. And I didn't know about it until after he died. And I, I'm not going to lie, I was just like you when I walked into this class in, in January 2019. Uh, I didn't want to be here. Uh, I thought it was stupid. Uh, 
didn't want to do it at all, and it wasn't for me. But I uh, met Mac and uh, made drones for Ness, and, and they changed my life. Okay, did you hear that? I didn't. I was just like you. I didn't want to be here. I thought it was stupid. Okay, now, and now that's any that's anybody Lance Corporal United States Marine Corps. Now this is anybody Sergeant United States Marine Corps. His name's Parker. Hi everybody, I'm Parker. I'm a sergeant in the United States Marine Corps. A little bit about me. Um, I grew up playing football. Nothing really out of the ordinary, just a high school athlete. Joined the Marine Corps right after I turned 18, shipped off to boot camp. Nothing really weird going on in my life growing up. Nothing uh, traumatic whatsoever. After I got this class, uh, my father killed himself. And uh, I had to go back home, take care of all that, you know, whole nine yards. And uh, I just want to say that when I was coming to get that class, I was absolutely pissed off that I had to be there. Me and my buddies were were talking about how much we didn't want to be there, trying to make up excuses on how to get out of that class because we just didn't want to go. And, uh, you know, I didn't know that sitting through that class was, was going to change my life. So I've got a message for those of you who think you're going to be able to get through the car wash without getting wet. And it's that it's going to happen to you or it's going to happen to somebody that's close to you all right, did you hear that? <laughs> Me and my buddies did everything we could do to get out of that class. Okay, now, those are just two Marines that I've met in the course of of doing post-traumatic winter. So, uh, so, I hope you can understand my frustration. If you spend time with them, if you talk to them, and you listen to the things they say, the programs that get put out to quote unquote help them, right? Or and, and then okay, so you just heard that you you listen to the numbers. They're going to triple in the next two years. Since 1999, triple the amount of suicide, triple the rate. Okay, the DoD recognizes the potential impact of COVID-19 on the well-being of our service members and families. We are closely monitoring. Get out of here with this shit, man. So anyway, um, yeah, moderately frustrating, okay, moderately frustrating. Email, Mac, how much did suicide go down in the country last year? I think that's stunning. Yeah. Preliminary data for the U.S. mortality rate causes was published last week. Okay. While deaths related to heart disease, unintentional injury, diabetes, stroke, Alzheimer's reportedly increased from 2019 to 2020, the number of suicides seemed to decrease by 5.6%. The decline in suicides may feel counterintuitive in the context of rising U.S. suicide rates in recent years. And the significant Social, economic, and political stresses faced by many people in 2020. Hmm. How about that? Do you think that maybe the fact that people were forced to stay at home, right? Forced to spend time with their families. Do you think maybe that cut down on isolation and maybe had an impact in the general population? 
do you think that those personal ties and maybe being a little bit more connected because we're we're not gone every day we're we're on the weekends there's not as much to do we're hanging out do you think maybe that cut down a little bit on isolation that people spent more time with each other that people were more supportive with each other hmm well that would be interesting wouldn't it yeah but again i just want to note suicide down in the united states up in the military okay down in the United States, up in the military. Right? The trend line since 1999, so what is that, 21 years now, is up. Up, 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 up. And again, you just heard those two Marines, what they said. I was just like you. I was so pissed I had to be here. I felt just like you. Me and my buddies did everything we could do to get out of going to that. Yeah. Yeah. So that's how they feel about the programming that they get. So, yeah, you can imagine. So when I, I walk out on the stage, I say, hey, I'm Mac, right? Um I'm here to tell you the truth today, and if you don't like it, I don't give a fuck, right? Every head in the auditorium snaps. What? What did that dude just say? Yeah, you heard me. So, anyhow. um, Yeah, disturbing. Disturbing, to say the least. And so, um, population in the, suicide in the population, seemingly down, 5.6% but up inside the DOD. Um, frustrating, frustrating, to say the least. Um, I'm telling you, and there's a better way. It's called post-traumatic winning. It's called a leadership component that goes with all of this. It's called understanding who you're leading, right? But again, um, the problem that we've laid out in terms of organi- organizational discipline Starts at the very top of the Marine Corps. Okay? Among the general officers. Those same general officers are the people that keep providing Marines the same programming that you just heard a Lance Corporal and a Sergeant who have no relation to each other talk about. Pull 10 Marines and see if you get a different answer than that. Let me know what it is. Okay? Those general officers are the ones that approve those programs and watch these numbers every year. Now consider this. Last year in the midst of all this, in the 2nd Marine Air Wing, where I spoke, suicide attempts went down 62%. The year before that, 2nd Marine Division, where I spoke, suicide attempts went down 47%. And nobody's fucking interested. Yeah. So, moderately frustrated, to say the least. And so, again. That'll do it on a Wednesday. Except it's Tuesday. (laughs) I'm pissed. No, I'm frustrated because I, uh, you know, 
honestly, all I want is a chance to help. But the people that run programs, not one phone call from them. And what I've been told is, Mac, if you're right and they're wrong, that's the end of a lot of shit. I don't think it has to be a mutually exclusive event. I would tell you that by far the majority of these young people do not need to see therapists. They need leaders in their lives that give a shit about them, that tell them there's nothing wrong with you, right? All of us have gone through the same thing. You can do this. We will show you. We will teach you. We'll be there for you. They need a coach. Okay? That's what they need. So, my thoughts, I could be wrong, but I'm not. And the data tells me I'm not. Because leadership works. Mental health professionals, right, are needed. And, and, and go ahead and listen to Frankel. We go to mental health professionals for things that we used not to go to mental health professionals for. They used to deal with schizophrenia, serious depression, right? They didn't deal with you if you were struggling in life. You went to see your local pastor for that. But that's what they do now. And what do they do? They put you on their meds. They send you to, they, they keep, tell you to keep coming to their therapy and send you to group therapy. And it doesn't work. And the data bears that out. The data bears that out. So why do you think the number inside the nation went down? Because everybody started going to therapy? Probably not. Hmm. So what else might have happened? Why did less? Why did 5.6%, according to preliminary data, not kill themselves? They were forced to stay at home. What might have happened? Maybe talk to somebody? Maybe felt closer to somebody? Well, that would be interesting, wouldn't it? Hmm. You mean there's a human aspect to this if you don't have a serious mental illness? Holy shit. Who would have thought? So that'll do it on a Tuesday. Have a great day. I'm Mike McNamara. This is All Marine Radio. Don't be afraid to change somebody's life. It's needed, I'm telling you. And there's people out there that are hurting that need your help. And if you've listened to this program, you understand post-traumatic winning, do not be afraid to point them in that direction. So take care until tomorrow. I'm out.